0: Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at disorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Dave, Season 2, Episode 4, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the episode I will be talking about, breaking down, and spoiling. So if you don't want it to be spoiled, uh, I wouldn't recommend listening, watching, slash whatever, consuming this episode in any form, in any way shape or form Uh, but let's get into it shall we this episode starts off uh, we are inside Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's office at his house he's reading the newspaper one of the few people to actually read the paper version of news listening to classical music Uh, he ends up getting an email opens up the email and it is a music video by the one the only the star of the show the titular character Dave Bird, Little Dicky, uh, and it is Little Dicky's video song about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, in which in which uh, a video in which uh, Dave's head is uh, is put onto Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's body, uh, and Kareem, uh, that's how it opens. That's how this this episode opens with uh, Kareem uh, discovering Little Dicky's music video about him. Uh, cut to. Uh, We're now at Allie's house. She's waking up uh, sore from the night before. So uh, as we left last episode, this episode takes place the next day. Uh, Last episode ended with Dave over at Allie's place. Uh, He had just puked on her open wound. She had a mole removed. The general. Uh, So this is the next morning. Allie is waking up in bed uh, sore. Like I said, the drugs have worn off. Uh, She gets up, uh, she opens the bathroom door to see Dave sitting down on the toilet, taking a morning piss. Uh, She'd forgotten that he was there, uh, and uh, she ends up closing the door. Uh, They end up cleaning up the living room. He had slept on the couch, so they're folding the blankets, putting the pillows away. Emma wakes up, walks in, Uh, Allie's roommate, Emma, Dave's friend. Uh, Emma walks in sees them putting things away she's she's curious to know what's going on doesn't quite believe the story that they're feeding her that uh, Dave just spent the night on the couch Uh, Emma's concerned potentially that uh, maybe Allie hooked up with Dave again which is something nobody's really encouraging Dave to get back with Allie at least that's been the, the kind of messaging that has happened in the previous episodes when Dave trying to ask about Allie uh, to everybody, uh, especially when it came to uh, Els' party that he threw a few episodes ago. Uh, so Emma not quite buying it necessarily. Uh, Dave still pushing for him and Allie to have a friendship. Uh, Because it is Dave, as always, who the world revolves around. Uh, He knows from internet stalking that Allie is now teaching 7th graders. uh, And she is late. She has a fundraiser later on in the day uh, to help raise money for the arts department that's being uh, defunded. God forbid we we fund art in this country. uh, or We defund art and fund the police. Uh, let's let's put some of that tax dollars into, uh, you know, giving giving young people creative outlet. Uh, so she is she's going to do a fundraiser later. Dave is asking about it. Um, but Ali leaves. Ali leaves. She has to go to work. Uh, so Dave is left there with Emma and Emma asks again because she didn't believe the answer the first time. She wants to know if anything happened between Dave and Emma. And Dave said no, uh, nothing happened. He actually threw up on her last night, uh, and uh, to which ended that conversation. Uh, Cut now back to the mansion that Dave and Mike are living at with Gata, uh, that the studio's providing them. Dave is playing video games, swiping away ants that are still there uh, with a used... Uh, fast food rapper trying to swipe away the ants while he's playing video games. Uh, Mike walks in uh, with some news for Dave that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar finally saw his video. Not finally saw, not that that was the intention of making the video, but he did see the video uh, and listen to the song that Dave made about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mike had gotten an email from Kareem's manager uh, and uh, he lets Dave know that Kareem wants to talk to him, wants to have an interview with him, so sit down and, and talk and have an interview. Uh, and Dave is, is more concerned with the fact that, that that video, that song has been out for over a year and a half, uh, but he is stoked. He is stoked at the opportunity uh, to sit down and talk with uh, somebody he admires, Kareem, a uh, huge basketball fan. A uh, huge fan of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, so he is stoked uh, and uh, happy that there is a meeting that is booked. Um, and we also see that one of the doors—another problem. First, they have ants at this mansion, and now there is a bathroom door that is stuck. Uh, that is quite a bit uh, of annoyance. If you if you need to get into any kind of time, a door gets stuck. It is very it's so annoying it's so annoying because it's like the house is against you in some way and you don't need that the house is there to serve you not the other way around and the door is stuck and it's annoying Uh, but we cut to now mike and gata are outside of a restaurant they are meeting mike's new clients mike has two new clients Uh, and as they're sitting outside this restaurant waiting uh, somebody from the health department comes into the restaurant and uh, shutting the whole place down because they're serving horse meat. And as the the client as the the patrons of that restaurant are leaving, the manager comes out all are kerfuffled. We find out that uh, it wasn't the health department, that it is Mike's new clients, the Stone Twins, who are pranksters, who are pulling a prank. They are TikTok stars that pull pranks, uh, which is annoying, which is annoying, which is probably some of the most annoying aspects of popular pop culture, uh, these days are like those staged, like there's so many staged pranks, like type things, you know, I'm a fan of, of, uh, prank shows, you know, for the most part, there are some that are better than others. Uh, Impractical Jokers probably my favorite type of a prank show. Uh, Jackass does some fun pranks now and then, at least you know, especially within themselves. But like to go and mess with somebody's business uh, to get views and to do like to asks what they do uh, aside from pranks. They're like, oh, we do challenges and dances and stuff. Like do all the like the generic, typical internet kind of go-to things. Uh, that they do, but they're popular on on uh, on um, TikTok. Gata is not happy because Gata wants representation too. He's a rapper. He's part of the crew already, so he's not happy with the fact that Mike is going is representing these guys. But they all like when they all meet Gata and these two Stone twins. Uh, they meet after, you know, the, the whole prank thing or whatever, they all pull out their phones and do their all, they're like, they're all, Oh, we're going to hype each other up. We're going to hype each other up on TikTok. They all get out their phones and they're all doing their live, uh, Instagram lives with each other, which is funny. Like the scene of them all out on the sidewalk in front of this restaurant with their phones up in the air, like all three of them, this threesome of Instagram lives, uh, is just man, like that's part of internet culture that is just so. Dis- I don't know, man. I have never had like I don't. I'm very controlled with what I put out on the internet. I'm not doing Instagram lives like that. I'm not doing all those trendy. I'm not. I'm not like chasing I- internet trends. Online. That's not, that's not what I'm doing. I'm using it to put out the stuff I want to put out. I'm not trying to adjust the type of work I do depending on what's trending. Uh, but it is funny to see all of them with their phones out on the sidewalk because that's just what modern culture is. It's all about pretending to be the thing for the thing. You know, like after the, the protests, there was a lot of people uh, during the Black Lives Matter protests, during George Floyd protests. Uh, where, you know, there's a lot of people that took advantage of the protests in order to damage property, right? Not necessarily the protesters themselves, but if you're an arsonist, if you're somebody that likes burning down buildings, you might take advantage of the opportunity of a lot of people out on the streets to do the thing you love to do. And a lot of those people took to the streets and damaged a lot of property. But what happened after that, in the aftermath of the the destruction, we saw all of these Internet like celebrities quote unquote these internet uh personalities pretending to go out into the streets and fix things up like there was so many videos people caught of like these influencers just like holding a drill and a hard hat pretending to drill something into a piece of plywood and then just going back into their cars to drive to another location to get more photos like it's all fake it's all so fake Uh, So seeing all three of them out on the sidewalk, it's just like it's funny, but it's also disgusting because that's just like we are living in a reality where so much fiction is 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 taken as reality. And it's, it's disturbing. It's very disturbing. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Now you can wear the many faces. Original art by Ray Taylor. Select pieces from the ongoing series of abstract ink paintings. All products made with high quality materials. Made right here in the USA. Go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch to browse the entire collection. And save yourself an extra 10% when you check out by using coupon code RTS. TMF. So once again go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch and save ten percent when you use coupon code RTS TMF. And now back to our show. Uh, so cut back to little dicky is now over at kareem's he's looking at all of his his souvenirs and his trophies and all of his knickknacks that kareem has around his house talking about asking him fanning out about things talking about basketball how you know how funny it was when people used to dribble back in the day uh how different basketball was uh and then uh He doesn't really know. Like he shows up to Kareem's house, he doesn't even really know what Kareem is doing. He thinks that they're going to talk about basketball or whatever. Um, But Kareem, you know, Kareem Kareem mentions you know what he's doing. So Google, Dave, Google. While Kareem is going to get some tea, Dave ends up googling Kareem, and he sees that Kareem is do most of the writing that Kareem does is about social issues and uh dave starts to freak out because he's like oh shit he's unprepared he's there he didn't know that it was even going to be a serious interview um so they sit down and kareem asks first thing he's curious he's like what are you what are you bringing to to hip-hop what it what what was the idea why did you put your head on top of kareem's body and, uh, you know, Dave, like, well, it's not like blackface. It's like the opposite of blackface. And, and Kareem's like, oh, it's like black body. Right. You know, kind of trying to get to the bottom of it. Meanwhile, Dave is trying to, in a lot of ways, bullshit answers. Like, he's, Dave, instead of just answer, answering truthfully, he's trying to say the thing that he thinks Kareem wants to hear. Like, that's, that's what he, and, and it's not going well. It's not going well. He sees the recorder. He starts to kind of crumble even more, and he's like, "This isn't on the record, is it?" And and Creams like, generally, if 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 things are going to be off the record, they need to be stated off the record. It's not the other way around. Uh, and and Dave. Uh, Knowing that it's off the record, he's now that he's like, I, you know, I came here, I was high, I didn't know what we were going to talk about. And he just starts kind of rambling on about things, uh, just not really coherently, and uh, decides to, because he wasn't prepared, uh, decides to ask Kareem if they could reschedule. Maybe do a a, a better kind of interview thing, more an in depth interview. Uh, which, n- that's not what Kareem was, was initially intending. He just wanted to do a little blurb about Dave. But Dave, uh, in some ways, digging the hole deeper for himself. Now he's going to be doing a, a more in-depth interview uh, with Kareem uh, later on. They're going to book it. They're going get it, to get it set up. So now cut to uh, back at the mansion, back at their place. Uh, Gata's walking in. Uh, with Mike, and uh, he gets an email, he finds out he's got an audition, is booked. Gate has got his own things going, without representation. He's got a, uh audition booked for a show called Rhythm and Flow, which apparently is like uh, hip-hop kind of American Idol. And he's stoked. He's super stoked about it. Uh, you know, he's blessed. Mike is proud. You know, Mike's proud. is like trying to trying to passively aggressively kind of get at mike going like see look this what you couldn't do for me Uh, you should be you should be representing me but i'm getting this stuff on my own uh but mike's still proud mike's mike has a lot of love for gata uh and then again the door is stuck uh and gata says he's got a guy that can fix it because of course gata has got a guy who can fix the door uh cut to later on that evening uh it's it's dave is going through his old twitter posts looking for problematic tweets uh mike and emma are with them in the pool uh, mike very high not really in the mind state to be helping dave necessarily and dave going through his problematic t- tweets trying to prepare for this interview trying to in some ways put out fires that he started a long time ago on twitter uh that he thinks that kareem might might stumble into uh, to to pick up he's trying to put a facade together uh, in order for for this interview with Kareem to go well um, it's not working out Dave's stressed out about it Emma and Mike are just relaxing in the pool as you know you should be if you're in a man if you're staying if you're living in a mansion and you have a nice pool that overlooks the the LA skyline yeah get high and get in the pool and relax don't go through your old tweets and uh see how problematic the things you said were uh and tr- definitely don't try to justify those uh problematic tweets um cut to the next day i think it's the next day maybe it's anyway he's in the park dave's in the park he's meeting up with kareem they sit down on a park bench Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is so tall. It is like just so shocking how how tall basketball players are when you see them standing next to people like Dave, who's not a short person. You know, Dave probably around six feet tall, I would imagine. You know, which is a little bit over the average height. But then you see Kareem, who's like just towering over him, and it's uh, it's it's crazy to see. Uh, but they're there at the park. Uh, you know. Kareem is asking Dave what he thinks he's going to bring uh to hip hop uh, and why he uses a black scent when he when he raps, and Dave more concerned with offending the hip hop community than the general population, right He doesn't want to rap in his natural voice because he doesn't want to stand out as being different, which is kind of a weird thing for Dave to be so specific about because he knows how important it is to be different to stand out to have those eyes on you and you would think that he would know that if he had an ability to rap in a different voice and in a different way then that would help him in his career I mean you look at somebody like Eminem who who came in to rap doing, like, comedy, having a very, like, nasally, high-pitched, nerdy type of a voice, but doing it his way. And Dave doesn't want to do that. Dave wants to do the thing. He's still, in a lot of ways, hasn't found his voice, you could say, and he's trying to emulate the people that he looks up to. Uh, and, you know, Kareem understands that. Kareem sees what he's doing. And and kind of is pointing out the downsides to that. And then, of course, again, more rambling. Uh, more rambling from Dave. Just like, clearly, I mean, it's so evident as a viewer, as Kareem, that Dave is trying to put on a facade, trying to say the things that he thinks Kareem wants to hear to try and sound like he is, uh, you know, socially aware. But it's not it's not working. Uh, so they end up leaving. Uh, cut to now they're getting out of this tiny car. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar unfolding himself as he tries to crawl out of this tiny little car. They're now in front of the school uh, where alley works where the fundraiser is happening obviously dave trying to do everything to show off for kareem to show off for this article that he thinks kareem is writing for him even so far as to pull out a giant check from the car that he's going to use to donate then you see him walk into the the auditorium or the gym or the theater where where this little meeting's going on with ali trying to convince people to help donate uh and uh more like a planning meeting really than anything uh dave thought it was going to be an event that he thought there was going to be a bunch of kids there and that they would all love and cheer and and clap at the fact that he brought kareem abdul jabbar kareem stayed outside he's like i'll do some work on my laptop i don't want to go in there and and deal with whatever shenanigans you're you're trying to to put over on me. Uh but Dave shows up with a giant check for $1000 that he's going to donate. Uh and and Allie's like not having it. She's she's not she knows what Dave's trying to do. She sees right through him. Everybody a lot of people are seeing through Dave. His his false attempt at trying to create a narrative is not working for most people around him, uh, so she pulls Dave out into the hallway and they have an argument, and she says this line that like even when she loved him, she didn't like him because he's not a good person because he's just he's selfish and then he pretends to be a good person. and she sees right through it, and she tells it again, and it's it's like a crushing line to to be told that from anybody that an ex that like even when they loved you they didn't they didn't like you that is such a bummer that is such a bummer uh so he leaves destroys the track the check kareem abdul jabbar watching from outside sees him trying to push this giant check into a trash trash can dave comes through the door grabbed a slice of pizza on his way out uh and uh you know kareem's just kareem's just met dave but he's on the same page as Allie. i'm sure if kareem and ali had 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 the opportunity to sit down and talk uh they would have had uh, a lot of similarities kareem would have understood uh and and understood her pain quite a bit uh quite a bit effortlessly uh so cut now to gata is at the audition for rhythm and flow uh, he goes in they got the cameras set up and they, they ask him to start uh, you know throwing out a rap and he's you know kind of starts and they stop him right away and they're like no no no, no. we're not going to do that we're going to have you freestyle which not every rapper is good at freestyling you know there's a lot of rappers that just they write their stuff and then they perform their stuff and freestyling tends to be a different type of art form within the hip-hop community and it's very clear that gata is one of those people that is not a, a, a freestyler dave yes dave is a freestyler dave is that kind of of hip-hop artist gata is not and when they throw out words for gata to to freestyle about does not work and then they find out Gata finds out that those two guys running the interview are actually the Stone Twins and he is pissed. He's pissed because they made him look bad. It's all fake. They did this whole elaborate thing. Gata is not one to be made fun of. Gata is not one to be pranked. And he is not happy. He punches one of them, storms out of the thing, just pissed as hell. Which is super... Super, like, yeah, justified, I would say. Uh, I, I, don't, I wouldn't like that either, especially, like, your art form. Like, for somebody to, to use you as the punchline within your art form is just... It, it, it would make me mad, too. Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join... Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspired Disorder Plus. So sign up today, become a member, head on over to InspiredDisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspired Disorder Plus member today. So now cut to uh, Dave and, uh, and Kareem. Kareem came over to Dave's place to to finish this interview and he asked asked Dave what he what he fears most. And uh, Dave's biggest fear is is uh, not being a good person. He's he's deathly afraid of people thinking he's not a good person. And then he goes into this whole thing about how Dave wants to, you know, do good things, and that he feels that if he becomes the more famous he becomes, the more that will allow him to be uh do bigger things like he'll be able to do even more good in the world the more famous he is like he's justifying his narcissism of wanting to be fame famous as a way to like help society which kareem laughed at him and said it was the most creative way uh he'd ever heard somebody describe a narcissist uh and it's also the first time that we you know dave's been told that he's a narcissist i mean there's definitely the aspects that he's the arguments that he's had with ali have pointed at that uh but kareem coming straight out to to tell him that um was a new revelation in some ways for dave uh you know to have his hero tell him that he's narcissistic uh so kareem excuses himself he needs to use the restroom uh, which Dave is, you know, mind blown still. Like okay, uh, then you have Gata, cr- you know, storming in, still pissed off at this fake audition that happened, thinking that Mike is the one that that set it up. So he bursts in, looking for Mike. You have da- Gata angry. Mike comes in. So you have Gata and Mike yelling at each other. Meanwhile, uh, Mike's trying to calm Gata down because he knows. Uh, he knows that Kareem is in the bath Kareem is there trying to do this interview. So Mike's trying to protect that whole scenario, trying not to get the wrong thing. Meanwhile, uh, you know, Kareem's in the bathroom hearing all this commotion. He can't get out of the bathroom because, of course, is Chekhov's bathroom door. The bathroom door is stuck as it's been this whole episode it hasn't been fixed. So, of course, Gata is being blamed for not getting his guy over to fix it from Mike. Mike is getting blamed for setting up this fake audition prank for Gata. So everybody's angry at everybody. Mike goes to grab a knife from the kitchen. And it's like, oh, no, what is Mike going to do with that? And, of course, as all this chaos is happening, you have Allie coming in the door, sees Mike with the knife. See Dave trying to break down the bathroom door because Kareem's on the other side. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar trying to kick the door open with his tiny toothpick legs ends up breaking his leg. Dave unable to bash the door open. goes gets the the auto blow, the blowjob robot featured prominently in the episode ANSI. Uh, And uses that to bust the door open, to knock the handle off, uh, opening the door, revealing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in pain on the ground with a compound fracture. You see Kareem's bones sticking out straight through his jeans. It's just the amount of chaos happening. It's very similar to the chaos that was happening in the jail in Korea. When their intern gets busted for for coming back to Korea after never serving his military service, uh, you know, that whole scene, very reminiscent of this scene where it's just massive chaos, just stressful. So, of course, cut to ambulance shows up. You have Dave and Ally talking. He forgot to sign the check. That uh, he brought the actual normal-sized check in addition to uh, the giant check that ended up getting put in the trash can. And uh, Dave changes the check from $1,000 to $5,000. Uh, which, you know, it's it's good to see Dave being generous. Obviously, clearly, Allie sees it. Uh, clearly, Dave is trying to... By her friendship. Still trying to push the friendship thing. Allie being a little bit more. Having a little bit more space. Between the events of what happened. With him coming over the night before. Helping her out while she was all drugged up. And then the whole thing. It was just a lot for her. And she needs to make sure she has her boundaries. And she's willing to. Open up. And and, uh, allowing them to have a friendship. Going forward. But it has to be on her terms which is understandable. You have Gata seeing his phone blowing up from the, the whole twins, the, the stone twins audition. So his attitude flips on a dime where he's super stoked. He's doing his, he sees their, uh, their thing blowing up. So he goes on Instagram live and like, hey, everybody should go check out this thing where these, the stone twins, they got me, they got me and uh like easily going from being real to like just being sucked into this the fake world of of internet celebrity uh and then you have Kareem getting wheeled out, and as he's getting put into the ambulance, uh he tells Dave that you are not it's all he says is you are not, and you kind of know what what Kareem means by you are not I mean you could say. You can add a lot of different things. Like you are not an authentic artist, right? Because Dave is trying to. Dave is very fake in a lot of ways, and you are not level-headed. You are not like you are not all of the things that you think you are. And uh, he finds out that the article there's not going to be any article. That Kareem is is not even going to acknowledge Dave's existence in print form. Uh, because of the events that had happened in this episode. Uh, and uh, Dave getting a little bit of a, a wake-up call. Not only from, you know, an, uh, from Ali, but from one of his heroes, Kareem. And uh, that's how they, the episode ends. You know, Dave kind of getting his come comeuppance in some ways. Uh, you have Gaeta kind of starting to blow up on his own. Uh, You have Mike clearly stepping out and and trying to get other other clients uh, since Dave isn't really doing much. Uh, Like you're seeing people kind of leave the ship, right? They're they're forming backup plans because Dave doesn't seem like the most reliable person to hitch your ride to. Uh, So, yeah. So that is the end of episode four of season two kareem abdul jabbar uh next episode episode five is bar mitzvah so i will be breaking down and spoiling that entire episode uh and we'll see what happens we'll see you know we'll see how much growth happens with dave because so far this this season has been a bummer right it's been a bummer to see dave act the way he's been acting Uh, as selfish as he's been acting and and narcissistic as he's been uh, it's been kind of a bummer it hasn't been the fun joy ride that season one was Uh, despite the fact that are there are funny moments but it's been uh, far more stressful I would say than not uh, with the the show but uh, anyway season two episode five next week bar mitzvah